Welcome, I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. This is a podcast where we're studying the Bible. We're working our way through the book of Matthew. Today is episode 781, and we'll look at Matthew chapter 14, verses 1 through 12. Let's read our passage. At that time, Herod the Tetrarch heard the report about Jesus. This is John the Baptist, he told his servants. He's been raised from the dead. And that's why miraculous powers are at work in him. For Herod had arrested John, chained him, and put him in prison on account of Herodias, his brother Philip's wife, since John had been telling him, it's not lawful for you to have her. Though Herod wanted to kill John, he feared the crowd, since they regarded John as a prophet. When Herod's birthday celebration came, Herodias' daughter danced before them and pleased Herod. So he promised with an oath to give her whatever she asked. Prompted by her mother, she answered, Give me John the Baptist's head here on a platter. Although the king regretted it, he commanded that it be granted because of his oaths and his guests. So he sent orders and had John beheaded in the prison. His head was brought on a platter and given to the girl, who carried it to her mother. Then his disciples came removed the corpse, buried it, and went and reported to Jesus. This is the gospel according to Matthew. Matthew's writing this gospel, this account of the ministry of Jesus, to convince people that Jesus is the promised Messiah. He's presenting this teaching, preaching, and healing ministry of Jesus. We've closed out the teaching discourse, the parable discourse, this third extended teaching discourse. And then we were back to looking at various reactions to Jesus. We saw the reaction in the hometown where Jesus and his disciples went to Nazareth, the place where Jesus grew up, and they rejected him. And Luke's gospel even tells that they tried to kill him there because he didn't meet their expectations. Now we're seeing more reactions to Jesus now from high-level people. Let's dive into it. Chapter 14, verse 1. At that time, Herod the Tetrarch heard the report about Jesus. Okay, to try and understand the family of Herod is, you need to draw a picture because it's a very convoluted family. This is Herod the Tetrarch. Now, earlier when we saw the birth narrative of Jesus, Herod the Great was the king, the king of Judea. Herod plotted to kill Jesus after the wise men came and said the king of the Jews had been born. And Joseph was warned to take Jesus to Egypt to hide. Well, then Herod died about 4 BC. And the angel reported to Joseph it was safe to come back to Bethlehem. However, when they get back, they find out that Archelaus is the ruler. So when Herod the Great died, The kingdom was divided into three parts. Archelaus was the ethnarch, and that means the ruler of an ethnic group. And he ruled Samaria, Judea, and Edom. Then Herod Antipas was a tetrarch. He ruled Galilee and Perea. Tetrarch means ruler of a fourth. And Philip II was another tetrarch. He ruled the area east of Galilee and Judea. So you had these three rulers that had taken over the the divided kingdom. And when Joseph and Mary got back to Bethlehem, they discovered that 
Archelaus was the ruler and said, this is not a good place to live. So they went to Galilee. Archelaus was later removed by the Roman emperor as being incompetent and replaced by a Roman governor. So Herod the Tetrarch here is Herod Antipas, who is the son of Herod the Great, one of several sons of Herod the Great. Let's continue. Verse 2. This is John the Baptist, he told his servants. He has been raised from the dead, and that's why miraculous powers are at work in him. I just got to go through and explain how John the Baptist died. He was executed by Herod the Tetrarch. But we see his comment here is about Jesus. He thinks Jesus is John the Baptist come back to life. Continue verse 3. For Herod had arrested John, chained him, and put him in prison on account of Herodias, his brother Philip's wife, since John had been telling him, it is not lawful for you to have her. Okay, this is where it gets really complicated. The problem is Herod Antipas, the Tetrarch of Galilee, married Herodias, who had been married to his brother Herod Philip I. And John the Baptist criticized him, saying, both of you divorced your spouses in order to bury each other and marry in your brother's wife. That, that's not lawful. And John was very critical of him. So Herod arrested John and put him in prison. Now Herodias, she is the granddaughter of Herod the Great. So her father, Aristobulus, was son of Herod the Great, but he was executed by Herod the Great in 6 BC because Herod was a little bit jealous of his sons. He wanted to remove them as possible competitors who would try and get his throne. But Herodias married her uncle, Herod Philip I, not Philip the Tetrarch. This is another Philip. And so she was probably age 16 or 17 when she uh, was married to her uncle, Herod Philip. And with Philip, she had a daughter, Salome. It spent a good bit of time in Rome, but at one point traveled to Judea and encountered Herod Antipas. The two of them hit it off and decide they're going to divorce their respective spouses and marry each other. She would like to dump Philip and go with Antipas because Philip is not really a ruler of anything, where Antipas is actually a ruler. Maybe someday he could be named a king of something. She's probably about 23 at this time, so she marries Antipas, Herod Antipas, the Tetrarch of Galilee. Now, he had already been married to Pharisaelus, who was the daughter of the king of Petra, essentially Arabia, King Eratos. And actually, this divorce resulted in a war between Galilee and Arabia. Now, how sincere each of them were in their love for one another, it's hard to say, but she also had eyes on a better husband than Philip, who wasn't the ruler of anything. So she went with Antipas, who's at least ruler of something. But Antipas, he wants her Hasmonean line. Because while they both are descendants of Herod the Great, 
it's via different women. Herodias's father, his mother, was Miriam I, different than the mother of Antipas, and she was a descendant of the Hasmonean line, which it goes back to the, the Maccabean revolt in the second century BC, where the Jews rose up in revolt and uh, under the Maccabeans. You read about it in, in Maccabees, uh, part of the uh, Apocrypha. And it's part of the Jewish history of the, this big revolt that took place. And out of that, Herodias is a, a direct descendant of the line of several generations who were both king and high priest of Judea. So that carries a lot of weight with the population of the Jewish people. And so Herod has got eyes on bringing her in to get that legitimacy of descendant of the actual former king and high priest. But John the Baptist criticized the marriage. Verse 5. Though Herod wanted to kill John, he feared the crowd since they regarded John as a prophet. He wanted to kill John because John criticized him. But Gospel Mark says he actually enjoyed listening to John speak, would often bring him in and, and listen to him. Verse 6, when Herod's birthday celebration came, Herodias's daughter danced before them and pleased Herod. Now, this would be Salome, the daughter of Herodias with Philip. So he promised with an oath to give her whatever she asked. Prompted by her mother, she answered, give me John the Baptist's head here on a platter. So we see the real desire to have John the Baptist killed comes from Herodias, not Herod. But, as he says in verse 9, although the king regretted it, he commanded that it be granted because of his oaths and his guests. So he sent orders, had John beheaded in the prison. His head was brought on a platter and given to the girl who carried it to her mother. But he was afraid to kill John the Baptist because the crowd regarded John as a prophet. And also it seemed that Herod himself liked to listen to John speak, but Herodias wasn't going to stand for it. So she tricked Herod into killing John the Baptist. He had promised publicly to do whatever she wanted, but he painted himself into a corner there and had John killed. Verse 12, Then his disciples came, removed the corpse, buried it, and went and reported to Jesus. So, the disciples of John the Baptist. We've seen them before. We've seen them when they came to Jesus with a message from John the Baptist when he was in prison and said, Are you the one? So, he still has followers. And they came and claimed the body and give it a proper burial and then report to Jesus what had happened. So this gives us the information of what happened to John the Baptist, how the death of John the Baptist came about. But what it also shows is Herod's feeling toward Jesus. The beginning of this segment was his reaction about Jesus. He thinks, is John the Baptist come back to life? And the reaction seems to be one of fear. This guy could be a danger to me. We've seen a variety of reactions to Jesus. We just had the rejection in his hometown of Nazareth. Now we're seeing fear on the part of the ruler of this region. Thanks for joining me. Join me again next time as so we continue working through Matthew.